1380 KCIM Sports presents KCIM Sports Rewind. A look back at the week in high school sports. Brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Here's sports director Jeff Blankman, John Ryan, and Jeff Honnold. It is KCIM Sports Rewind back on the air here on this Tuesday morning. And paranoid, Jeff, are we? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When people are out to get you paranoid, it's just a good idea. I'm just telling you right off the bat. So KCIM Sports Rewind is brought to you exclusively here by uh, St. Anthony Rehab Services. Of course, if you're an athlete of any age, whether you're junior high, senior high, adult athlete, they've got an eight-week workout program that would probably kill us but maybe be good for you guys. 794. <laughs> 5241. You can be your best preseason, in season, or off season. I got money says we can make the eight minute program. (laughs) And this is not just a season, Jeff. It's what? Post. It's playoffs. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've been I've been studying for a test today, so I'm really struggling with all the ancillary funny stuff. You don't have to study for COVID tests, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, dang it, Perkins! You told me I had to study for that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, enough. <laughs> we got some in-studio guests here today. We do. Yeah. We, we have a, we have an audience today. This is crazy. We've got people in here that are actually wanting to be here. And Why not our house band? Well, they didn't. They didn't say they. You know, but they did ask to leave. We said no, but, yes. you know. Yeah, I, I, I'd give up my mic. Yeah. We've got Colin Schultes. He's a sophomore at uh, Carroll High School. He is job shadowing here today. Uh, he's a job shadowing. Part of the, uh, the English class. He has stuck with me, um, <laughs> so we apologize to him for that. But uh, he has been great so far here this morning. And then Ashley Weber uh, is right. with him and in the house with us here today as well. Is he job shadowing until 2 a.m. when you're doing all the typing? <laughs> I doubt he's going to want to spend the entire day with me. So, no. So probably not. We'll probably have him here for about an hour or so after the show today. All right. So uh, that's what's going on here in the studio. Some news and notes to kick off things before we start talking about state wrestling. Congratulations to Coach Beeson up at Carroll High. Yeah, picking up his 100th victory at Carroll High School on Saturday as the Tigers uh, knocked off Gilbert in a a rescheduled game from earlier this year that had gotten snowed out. So he sits at 135 now uh, on his career here at Carroll. So just doing a tremendous job. They'll wrap up their regular season coming up Thursday night down at Harlan uh, where he'll face his alma mater and then uh, they start their playoff run coming up next Monday um, so against Glenwood. Pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, you know, you think about it, he hasn't really been there all that long to get a hundred. That's that's a pretty quick, pretty well, quick turn. Just think about the line of coaches that have gone through Carroll High. Yeah. I mean, since yeah. Keith's drive, they've had very successful head coaches at Carroll High. We've gotten good athletes to go along with that. That yeah. makes it a lot easier. Yeah, Craig Dalma did a great job with the program before heading over to Central to take on uh, take over their program. Uh, did an amazing job, and then Chris Malinsky yeah, uh, took wins. over there. Um, not for sure off the top of my head how many wins Chris finished up with. A couple but, years, uh, so yeah, you know, but yeah. Uh, had had. Did a really really nice job, and always good to see Chris uh, when I get a chance to see him. And then uh, and then uh, Randy came in after mm-hmm. that. So yeah, for you know Keith Stribe was here twenty some years. Uh, you know, um, hopefully Randy will be able to do that and stay. He's a young guy; he's younger than I am. So hopefully uh, he'll be able to stick around for another twenty or thirty years. Well, I like it too. He's building all the teams. Yep. You know, if you look, I really like his coaching hires that he's made lately. I think he's doing a great job as an AD as well as being a, a basketball coach. And tough to do one or the other, but to do both is is really uh, really impressive. Well, it comes from a great background when you've got yes. Mitch Osborne basically as a, your your mentor kind of doing all of that. That's pretty good stock right yeah. there. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, I think 
through that and then through his brother Jeff, who's the AD um, down at Glenwood. And I will admit, um, I always thought that Jeff was the older one of the two because he became an AD first down at Glenwood. But uh, come to find out that Randy is the older brother of the two. But, you know, he's, I think Randy's built himself a really good network of athletic mm-hmm. directors around the state that he can talk to and, and, and stuff like that. Because I think he'll still tell you, you know, I think it's in any job. I'm still learning as a sports director after, you know, 19 years. You're always learning something. The new, so I think Randy's always picking people's brains and, and trying to you know improve what they're doing, and, and he's done a great job so far. You know, you got to keep up with the technology, which Jeff you, you have do. done uh, really great at. Oh no, no, it's it's pulling teeth to get him to do that. Don't, don't think he follows very long. There's once in a while I have to drag him along with me. Hey, I, I'm much better than now than I was like two years well, ago. Well, you couldn't so. open your cell phone a few years ago. Well, just just think about. It. I mean, ten years ago, you got things now that you didn't even dream oh, of yeah. incorporating oh. into your programs and all that stuff into yeah. sports as well. So, I mean, it's just you got to change with the times. And Randy's certainly done that. Yeah, he has. He's he's done a tremendous job, and he's always a a lot of fun to work with. So I'm kind of looking forward to – you know, a long, a lot more years of working with Randy. Just about time, though, we think he's getting good over here. He still hasn't figured out how to connect his phone to his car. (laughs) <laughs> just, just, just sort of. He's doing really good. We have to drag him along, but there's hey, times that we just have to. Kind I, I'm of not going to call out my dealership, but I went down there with the question of, of getting it, and they couldn't figure it out either. So it, it, I don't think. Well, it's you just can't go me. to Deep. Deep yeah. barely gets the door open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, I, I I got it connected to okay. the work vehicle. For some reason, there's just an issue with it getting pulled into my personal vehicle. I'll bring it over. Yeah. I, I know Before Honold ends up in a slander suit, let's move on to. <laughs> It's my yeah. <laughs> Truth is true. Uh, Aliyah Hermanson down at Audubon uh, passing a milestone. Yeah, went over 1,500 career points in their opening round uh, victory over Riverside, uh, having a tremendous career. Of course, she's going to Dort to continue that career uh, next year. Um, always looking uh, you know, forward to getting to watch her play. Um, they're back in action tonight uh, in the second round. We'll go over that schedule coming up here in just a little bit. And then in that same game, um, J.C. Christensen went over 900 career rebounds um, and stuff. So two of the, probably at least in the 18 years I've been here, by far probably two of the best uh, players that Audubon has put out. They've had some great ones over the year. You know, you throw in Susie Bylan and Lacey Voke, uh, just to throw in a few of those names and stuff. Um, um, but uh, yeah, certainly they've got to rank right up there, probably as mm-hmm. some of the best players to ever play down at Audubon. Well, you see, you see a lot of players go over a thousand points. That's a great milestone. Thousand points in your career is fantastic. Yep. Think about nine hundred rebounds. Yeah, that is tough to get. That's yeah. Rodman-esque. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, and probably not since uh, Simon's from uh, Arweba. The, the, uh, yeah, Keegan. Yeah, Keegan, there you go. Yeah, uh, I mean, he was a rebounding machine. He but was. JC Christensen too was right up there in that that that, well, that Keegan category because he was like. Seven foot tall, he just reached up and grabbed it. JC has to actually get up off the ground and work at it. I like Keegan, I saw him the other day. Such a fun kid. But you know, you think about Leah. She's not JC's not much taller than most of the girls. She's no. She's, she's maybe about six five, foot five. No, five nine, five ten. So yeah. I mean, that's that's working. That's understanding angles. That's she does a great job at it. Yeah, yeah. really reads the ball. You know, as a guy that rebounded fairly well back when I was younger. Um, 
being able to read a shot and anticipate where it's coming off and a lot of times it's it's reading that and beating the person mm-hmm. to that spot and and uh, she does a tremendous job of that uh, another player down there um, that does that as well as Gavin Smith on the boys side and he you know he's about five nine five ten probably at the most I think they stretch him to six foot on the roster but I don't think he's quite there uh, but uh, 16 rebounds in their win last night wow. uh, against Riverside in the opening round of the playoffs and just one of those guys that is so good at anticipating reading that shot anticipating where the ball is going to miss to and, and where the rebound's going to go and then he just goes and gets it. Yeah, that is all effort yep. rebounding. I mean, you just and sometimes you can't teach some of that stuff like the anticipation of that, but yeah. a lot of times that that hard work you put into it can make up for a lot of that. Yeah, you can teach and you can kind of develop the the, the aggressiveness and, and just a non-stop activity of players, but yeah, reading the ball off of the rim I think is something that just comes natural. To, to certain people, and it doesn't come to everybody. And you got to be willing to take a beating. Yeah, <laughs> to down low. absolutely. We know how physical it can get yeah. down there, and that's not for every player. They, no, there's some players that would much rather stand out on the three point line. Now, I know big kids would rather stand out on the three point line yep. than take that kind of pounding they get inside. It's very, very physical, and this year especially, um, I've had several conversations with a lot of the radio guys that I talked to, and even some of the the newspaper guys that I talked to. This might be the most physical year of high school basketball we've seen because. Um, you know, we've had years, and there are still crews that will go out and call things really, really, really tight. But I've had a lot of games where you're two minutes left in the first half or two minutes left in the game, and there's been like a total of five or six fouls called in the entire half. That tells you that they're letting the physicality mm-hmm. you but know, play out. But they're calling court. it up on the three-point. If you're, if you're, yeah, they, if, don't even, if, they don't even call anymore. it as much there. As I watched as, the other night yeah. at Iowa State, they're, okay. they're, they're calling the impeding, impeding the dribbler, right. but you can body slam the guy down below and you were fine. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy all the way it goes. We called that wrestling rules back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in, speaking of wrestling, we got to talk about the state wrestling uh, qualifiers. Yeah, thirteen, I think it was. Yeah, thirteen of them uh, out of the area. Congratulations to all of those. Uh, five of our area six schools um, did have at least one wrestler advance. We'll start off with the Carroll Tigers, who had just a. They've had a great postseason so far. Won the sectional. The Saturday before, first time they had won a sectional uh, since 1988-1989. They come around the next week and go down to Glenwood and take second place Mm -hmm. uh, at the district, sending four wrestlers on the state. Uh, They did have one champion, that was Carter Drake at uh, 138, and then they finished up with three runners up. Sterling Rodman at 170, Draylon Schweitzer at 106, and Kel Nelson at 120. Um, so congratulations to those guys uh, on the run they've had. Um, we'll move on now. South Central Calhoun, Kemper, and ESAC were all at uh, the district up at West Monona. Um, ESAC County did send Charlie Vite at 132 pounds. Now South Central Calhoun sent three wrestlers on. Uh, Zachary Trout went in as a runner-up at 138 pounds, and then they had two champions, two guys that have a really good chance uh, to be wrestling on Saturday night for a state championship. Blake McAllister at 170 and Jaden Sword at 220 pounds. Jaden ranked number three in the state uh, and Blake McAllister at number two right now at the state at 170. I think Sword's one that's going to sneak in there. You know, last year he had not a really great state tournament, but 
come to find out he was sick and wrestled pretty well yeah. while he was sick. And I think he's kind of that, that dark horse that people really aren't keeping that close of an eye on. You bet. For the Kemper Knights, they sent four wrestlers down, all of them as runners-up. Riley Parkus at 120 pounds, Jake Earl back at 145 pounds, Shea Parkus at 152 pounds, and then uh, the tough guy, Cal Waniger, uh, and I say the tough guy, he finished second. But if you looked at his district, he had three, like, three of the top like seven wrestlers in the state uh, or in his <laughs> district so three of the four guys that's that were wrestling it and he ended up losing to Jaden sword in the finals uh but did not have to wrestle back so uh he brought home uh, a runner-up finish but uh, had a really good that's run earning it it, yes, is. it is absolutely and then uh Audubon had cooper nielsen was the only guy advanced to districts and he cruised uh, picked up a couple of wins by fall uh both of them in the first period at his district so wrestling extremely extremely well uh so he'll go in as a champion at 220 pounds that's gonna put uh um, Jeff and I in a little bit of a bind uh, coming up Friday evening. Cause, uh, if, if folks caught that, we have Jaden Sword, Cal Waniger, and Cooper Nielsen all at 220 pounds. So we're guaranteed to have three guys on the mat at the exact same time trying to do wow. our coverage down there. Unless one of them goes out and pins somebody in the first 10 or 15 seconds, we're going to have probably three guys on the mat. So it's going to be interesting trying to do play-by-play coverage uh, of, of all three guys. And that will be coming up Thursday. Thursday night in the Thursday night session in Class 1A. At least it's evening. At least it's not the first thing in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, well, yeah. We've do, got Carol High right away in the let, morning. Let's so. take a look at that, though. Back to Carol and Kemper. You know, look at what that, that Carol Cardinals thing has done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Carol doing something we haven't done in forever, and Kemper, you know, as well. You've got a lot of kids that went through that program that are now, you know, tell me the tell me learning skills at a young age doesn't work. I'll, I'll show you this every day. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it's definitely helped in that program, and you can see the excitement um, in the fan bases with it as well. Um, they, they, they know what they've got coming, and, and they know where their programs are heading, and, and it's been really exciting to watch so far. Yeah, I tell you, this is going to be a lot of fun this year to cover the state wrestling tournament. Jeff, I know you've got a completely different plan that you've hatched uh, for the wrestling tournament, and this is fantastic stuff, but I didn't, I didn't really look to see when the sessions were on that first day. Uh, So it starts out this way on Thursday. uh, From 9 a.m. to noon is Class 2A, the opening round and first round consolations. And then we'll be back with uh, Class 1A. That's not until 6 o'clock at night. So you got a nice big break in there uh, to iron anything out uh, going on in there. No, no, no. We're going to be resting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll try to grab a bite to eat. Thursday, I'm not worried about even though we'll have probably more wrestlers. Uh, You you hate to say it, but most years somebody falls off on Thursday and doesn't get into Friday, so you have a few less wrestlers. But the Friday schedule, we'll go over that here in just a second. It's pretty crazy. But, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, It's been talking with wrestling people for several years now and trying to figure out what we could do differently. You know, I, I thought we did a nice job in the past um, having all of our, our, our state wrestling coverage on KICK 106.7, but I do understand how for people it would be confusing. You'd get the wrestling match, and then as soon as it was over, you know, um, we'd say we'll be back on in about 25 minutes or 20 mm-hmm. minutes or 40 minutes with our next match. And we were generally, because of Bill Kane's knowledge of being down there, and even Jeff was pretty good at it last year, and he helped out of saying we'll be back on but you go back to music and our regular commercials and everything else and and, and wrestling people said that they would have a hard time all of a sudden 
coming back or being there or listening at the right time to be able to catch. Yeah. Now, there might still be a little bit of that with what we're doing if they're not paying attention, but what we're going to do now is, is we're going to move it off of the radio and uh, we're going to move all of our coverage to our YouTube channel. Now, um, for anybody that's had us on YouTube, we created a brand new YouTube channel about two weeks ago and we created that brand new sports website, um, Carol Broadcasting Sports Network. So if you followed us on the KCIM YouTube page in the past, it's not going to be on that one. So you're going to have to go back into YouTube and now search Carol Broadcasting Sports Network. That is the new channel. And we're going to be live throughout the entire 1A and 2A sessions. So we'll have everything from 9 a.m. until noon and then everything from 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. on Thursday. Same thing on Friday. Whenever there's 1A or 2A wrestlers on the mats, we'll give live play-by-play coverage of our 13 local kids. And I've also got a list of all of our conference schools and who's made it and qualified. So we're not going to do play-by-play of those. But we will give updates on how those wrestlers are doing and how they're advancing. I've also incorporated OABCA. ACGC in Greene County into that because our schools wrestle against them enough and they're kind of in our area of the state so we'll update on those wrestlers as well. And just in case people think they have to listen to me for the whole three hours, we do have some really nice interviews that were done so yeah. yes, you'll get breaks from me. There's uh, Coach Al Baxter is like 20 minutes or so. I don't know what you cut it down I, to. I but cut it down into two different interviews so, so we'll do, we're, we'll talk to him. Al was built Lisbon into one of the premier wrestling programs in the state also went up to BV after Then he went and rebuilt BV. And, and yeah. went up and Rebuilt BV. So we talked to him, Jeff and I did. It was about a 25 minute long interview. We, I split it into two. So you'll hear how he developed a Lisbon, why he left Lisbon. And then on the second interview, you'll hear about his time uh, up at BV and, and rebuilding the Buena Vista. Uh, we also had uh, KJ Pilcher. KJ Pilcher. Yep. Um, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Yep. He's out of the Cedar Rapids Gazette, one of the elite writers uh, in the state of Iowa. And he covers Iowa Hawkeye wrestling and is probably the premier high school wrestling reporter uh, in the state of Iowa. So we caught up with him. Um, now that interview is going to be a little different. We had to record him after sectionals before district. So we talked to him about what teams and what wrestlers might be the key people to be following and have the best chances to win state titles and who the top wrestlers are going to be. But he had to talk about that before districts. So before he knew exactly who had qualified. So and he's, he's agreed to help us. You know, we can speak every day. Yeah, we're going to try and get him in when he can. Um, when you look at his schedule, I think he told me they'll have 80 or 80 some schools that are going to have wrestlers down that he's going to be <laughs> wow. following, and he'll have one other guy helping him um, do it. But he says when he gets that chance to slip away, he'll come up and, and join us, or we'll go down and try and get a couple of few minutes with him to kind of talk about how things are going. Um, you mentioned uh, Rick Caldwell. Yeah. Um, Rick Bill, was. He, he was the uh, head coach, built Waverly Shellrock into the powerhouse they are, and he's still running their club program over there. So Yeah, retired uh, 2011, if I yeah. remember, is what he said. And, Russell and, him up at BV, one of the one of the nicest gentlemen you'll ever meet. Just yeah. falls right in the Al Baxter mode. And then two local ones. I caught up with Taylor Berger, um, who's mm-hmm. now helping uh, with the yeah. Carol Tiger the Carol Tiger wrestling team, and he's one of the assistant coaches. So we chatted about this. Caught me off guard because I, I get him on the phone and I'm like, hey, Taylor, I says I apologize. Things have been a little crazy. I haven't had time to look and review things. Won the state championship what 2014, 2015, somewhere in there. And he's like, no, no. 2011. Yeah. Uh, 2000 <laughs> 
2011. I graduated from college in 2015, 2016, but um, he goes, I won the the state championship in 2011. So we chatted about that. We chatted about his time at UNI. We chatted some about him now coaching uh, back at his alma mater and and just being at the state tournament Mm -hmm. as a wrestler compared to what it's like being as a coach. And then also um, got Jeff Story on in. Um, Jeff, of course, has been taking photos with us for the last few years. uh, And he'll be down at the state wrestling tournament. Um, he's been not to age him by any means, but uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, um, we don't spare anybody. No, we don't. Anyway. And, and I call him out in the, right at the very beginning of the interview, anyway. But he's been taking pictures in Carroll since 1988. Wow. Um, he has been covering the state tournament as a photographer since the early 1980s. Um, he informed me in the interview that he, he had a brother that qualified for state and then it was older than him and then he qualified for state. He has been to every state wrestling tournament. He's getting close to 50 years straight Oof. at the state wrestling tournament. He has bound down yeah. to every state wrestling tournament, he said, since like 1978. Wow, he uh, he yeah, actually that's crazy. He yeah. wrestled one of my teammates at Coon Rapids Bear, John Corey, three time state champion. And he one, talks about that. He only let one so. take down the whole year. Uh, incredible, but yeah, it was so Jeff. It's kind of funny now that we found out that we were pretty similar in size and and uh, and just wrestling and where we were at. So we're yeah. not we're not very close in size anymore. Yeah, but. former wrestler, of course. But we talked to him about his time covering the state wrestling tournament, and I also chatted with him a little bit about what it takes to shoot the state wrestling tournament as mm-hmm. a photographer. So I think people will find that kind of interesting. You're talking about one of the, and he hates it when I say this, but he's one of no, the elite best. guys uh, in the state oh, of Iowa. Without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, take a look at his photos, and, yeah. and you'll just see him. Yep. And we've got the advantage of getting having him taking photos for yep. us a lot of times. And we too. talk about where you can find those photos. And, and his photos and aren't very he's good. Doing. He's just good at photo <laughs> editing. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched him. <laughs> By the way, that's, that's about six to probably seven-plus hours of uh, a broadcasting per day yes. at the state wrestling tournament yes. by the time it's all Hopefully said we'll and done. Hopefully we'll get some coaches, too. Yeah. Here's mm-hmm. the Friday schedule, just to throw it out for everybody. We have the two-way quarterfinals and two-way second-round consolation starting Friday morning. That'll go from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Then we have the Class 1A quarterfinals, two-way semifinals, and third-round consolations. And then they come back with the 1A second-round consolations from 2.30 until 5.30. Then we get a little bit of a break. 8.45 till 10 o'clock that night, we have the 1A semifinals and the third round consolations. So we will be there late. Uh, it'll be 10.30. Yeah, it'll be 10.30. It'll be 10.30, 11 o'clock. The other thing we're going to be doing, um, and then I'll try to start wrapping up wrestling here quick because we've got some basketball and swimming stuff to hit as well. But I've got pages created on our sports schedule page. They're not. They're a draft right now. They're not there for anybody to see, but they'll go live the Thursday one, well, Thursday morning, the Friday one, Friday morning, and then the Saturday one, Saturday morning. Um, I will be updating on the website how all of the wrestlers are doing as they wrestle uh, and stuff. Um, you'll, you'll find out on there who they wrestle in the next round, you know, and that type of stuff as soon as we know. Um, we'll have a picture. Now, Thursday's pictures, um, Jeff's not going to make it down until Thursday evening because of his full-time job. So uh, we have pictures of the wrestlers from the preseason, so you'll get a picture of the wrestler. Um, Friday and Saturday we'll have some of Jeff's action shots that we'll be posting on the website uh, on that page. And then I'm going to be trying to catch up with everybody for video interviews afterwards. Um, May not get those up right away. Um, One of the guys that was scheduled to go down and help us is not going to be able to possibly make it now. So instead of me being down on the mats, I might have to be up in the press box with Jeff 
Jeff, so I'm going to work things out with the coaches to be able to get down maybe after the sessions and catch up with all mm -hmm. the wrestlers and get those interviews done. And we'll be able to get – can we get on it then from the, uh, the, the mobile app? Is there a way to get to the get to that page? Uh, you, up, I don't know. We're going to have that. The, the the YouTube channel will also be available um, on our new website. So if you go to sports.1380kcim.com, if you scroll down towards the bottom, you'll see where all the video games that we've done and the video interviews are at. That'll be streaming live there. So our audio will be live there. We'll throw it out on Facebook and Twitter. So you'll have a link there as well. I cannot answer the question on the app the, because there, there is a link to the new website on the, on the app. So you can get yes. that and then. Okay. Get find the, the yes. link to click on. We're working YouTube. on trying so. to get all of the stuff from the new website through to the app, but those are the beyond cool. the, those are beyond mm -hmm. my capabilities. The, the website's so. cool, but the app. I, I actually almost texted you, John, as you were promoting it. I was driving around Kentucky listening to you guys. Yeah. Then I heard you talking. I had to turn it. So. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's not surprising. So. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. Yep. Actually, we're gonna take a break. Take a breath. I get to stop talking. Yeah. For once, <laughs> and uh, we'll. We'll be back in 60 seconds. As the athletes at your house prepare for hard work and fun of the season, remember that St. Anthony Rehab Services provides physical therapy for any sports injury that may sideline your member of the team. Sports injuries can plague kids of all ages and keep them from playing the sport they love. Athletes will be under the direct supervision of a certified and licensed healthcare professional in the newly renovated sports performance facility. If an injury is keeping your athlete out of the game, call St. Anthony Rehabilitation Services at 794-5000 for sports injury and treatment rehab. This is KCIM Sports Rewind. It's uh, sunny outside today. We've got you thinking about spring because it's going to be 50-some degrees today. So, Carol Lumber, they've got a deal for you right now. If you're thinking about some uh, maybe landscaping or if you got some fence work to do, they've got a whole truckload. Oh, I thought maybe they were going to do the fence for me. i got a whole bunch of fence to get done. You know, I bet they could re-steer you to somebody who will do it for you. <laughs> you got the money. Somebody will do it for you. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. There's they, time. they got a truckload of number one really nice-looking railroad tires which are great for feedlots, landscaping, fence posts, and a whole lot more. And they are your distributor for used highway guard rail. That always comes in handy it's as well. nice stuff. Yeah. Don't waste time chasing down anybody else. They got the full supplies at Carroll Lumber with locations in Wall Lake, Lakeview, Odebolt, and Carroll. A whole truckload of number one uh, great-looking railroad ties that you can start thinking about spring already. So thinking of that, we're going to start wrapping up this uh, winter sports season here, and let's start with swimming uh, on this segment. We're getting down to it. State tournament time. Yeah, they wrapped up their season this past Saturday. Yeah, um, sent uh, three relays and two individual events. Uh, excuse me, uh, three individual events and two relays down to the state tournament. Um, it was a tough Friday for them. Um, the individual events all have to requalify in a way. Um, they take 24 kids down. You swim in prelims on Friday night. Uh, they take the top 16 from that into the finals on Saturday. So, um, unfortunately, none of our guys on Friday night qualified. Uh, uh, for the finals on Saturday, uh, but it was still a good night for him. Jonathan Dose uh, breaks the school record. That was his goal going down. He broke the school record in the 100 fly, uh, so congratulations to him. Uh, he has had a terrific year, and he'd been gunning for that for a while and uh, was able to get it down to the state meet. Not a better place to break no, a school a record is, is to do it down at the state meet. So he swam that in 54.06. Um, I'd probably swim the 50 fly in that. Uh, but, uh, I'm you know, you would make it across I, the pool. I don't know how to swim. So, anyways, <laughs> Jonathan Dose uh, took 24th in the 50 freestyle, and then uh, Kyle Sundrup was uh, 30th uh, in the 100 backstroke. 
We move on now to um, the the Saturday stuff, which was when the two relays that swam. Uh, the 200 freestyle relay with Sam Jansen, Kyle Sundrup, Tristan Blair, and Jonathan Doze took 24th. And the uh, 400 freestyle relay with those same four guys uh, finished up in 22nd place. But uh, a great year. I know Deb Danner was extremely excited uh, about getting five events down to the state to meet uh, and uh, did a terrific job with that group uh, all season long. So congratulations to Coach and to all the swimmers. Yeah, solid year. Once again, yeah. between the girls and the boys swim meet, uh, swim yep. teams. Tell you what, out, another outstanding job by Deb Danner, and now you just look forward to the summer swim season now. <laughs> yes, yeah, she'll take like no time off and yeah. go right into the you know to the the spring and the summer and and the AAU and the USA. Right now, she's actually she might still be there. Um, of course, her boy Trevor is still swimming in college uh, freshman year, and and I I know that uh, she was heading out to uh, be able to spend some time at some of his college meets here now that the season is over. So um, getting that opportunity to mm-hmm. kind of follow his season as it comes to a close. So Well-deserved. She does again. a really yeah. good job of pulling those things up on her phone uh, and, and watching his meets when they're streamed and stuff when she's not able to get out there, though. See, I can't imagine her schedule. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> crazy. Full-time job plus pretty much swimming, teaching swimming and coaching swimming year-round. Yeah. No kidding. So congratulations to the boys on that one. Uh, let's talk about the basketball playoffs, of course. While the girls have a couple of rounds in, Carol High for the girls still has yet to see their opening round game. That's coming up Wednesday. Yeah, that's coming up tomorrow night. Uh, I get to make the trek down to uh, Council Bluffs. They'll be uh, taking on Lewis Central. I'll have that broadcast for everybody on Kick 106.7. Um, I, I did realize that I, I, I kind of made a mental error in scheduling myself to go down that, but we'll make it work. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, going to uh, Omaha to get to Des Moines is a little bit out of the well, way. Well, the bad thing is, is i got to bring the equipment back to oh, Carroll after I, I go down there before I can go to Des Moines, so I didn't think of that um, before I scheduled myself, so I might have to talk to the bus and see if I can't get torn down real quick and throw the equipment in the bus and then have Tyler go pick it up up at the high school uh, on, on Thursday morning, so yeah. Wasn't thinking when I scheduled myself, but <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so anyways, Carroll High plays tomorrow night. Um, got a busy one tonight. We've got six area teams in action. Um, we'll have three of our schools covered for you. We had covered the 1A teams in their opening round last week on Thursday. Um, Audubon, Glidden, Ralston, and Coon Rapids Baird all picked up wins. Audubon was really dominant uh, in their win over Riverside. Remsen, or, uh, Glidden, Ralston had a nice win at home, um, kind of controlling their game as well. And then Coon Rapids Baird picked up a nice win. Um, everybody's, uh, especially Glidden's got a tough one. Um, they go up to Remsen St. Mary's, who kind of handled Arriva a little bit that night. 79-7 to was the final score in that game. They're a, a team that's going to press, and, and they're going to keep that press on as mm-hmm. long as they possibly can. And they like to get out and run. They shoot the three well. And then Kuhn gets a, a rematch with Woodbine. Uh, and I think that's going to be interesting. Woodbine tripped them up twice during the regular season, took second place in the Rolling Valley Conference behind, behind Xyrocorn Kimbleton. They've got some really good size. But both of the games with Kuhn this year were really tight, close games, and the Crusaders had chances to win that. So um, they'll have a chance, I think, to pull off maybe what you would consider an upset. Um, And then Audubon should be favored to knock off Ankeny Christian. That should be a game that they should be able to handle pretty well. The broadcast games tonight will be South Central Calhoun at Emmitsburg. Emmitsburg got South Central Calhoun earlier this year, but South Central uh, ended up with a better overall record, and they're going to be looking for a little revenge. We'll have Nick Brinks calling that tonight on 
Kick 106.7. Pre-game coverage between 6.45 and 6.50 with the tip-off of that game at 7 o'clock. I head down to Trainer tonight um, along with Doug Waniger. He's going to go down and help me. Kemper's down there tonight. Um, I'll have that broadcast here on KCIM. Pre-game at around 6.45 with the tip-off at 7 o'clock. And our final game uh, will be Ike and Manning at Loma. Um, two teams out of the Western Iowa Conference. Loma won the, both of the regular season games, but that's kind of a rivalry. Two of the best programs in Western Iowa for a long, long time. Um, two great coaches going out at, well, and Tyler will have that on 93.7 KKRL. Pre-game at around 6.45 tonight with the tip-off at 7 o'clock. And then do want to run through Thursday because we have it finalized after last night's games. Um, we'll have a doubleheader on KCIM uh, with Ike and Manning taking on AHST Avoca Walnut, uh, excuse me, taking on Xyra Elkhorn Kimbleton at Avoca, and that'll be a 6:30 start, 6:20 pregame on KCIM. Following that game, it'll be Audubon against AHST Avoca Walnut. We also have uh, Coon Rapids Baird at Booyer Valley with Tyler Bruner on 93.7 KKRL, and on Kick 106.7, it'll be Kemper at South Central Calhoun. Uh, both of those games are seven o'clock starts. Pregame will start probably about 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes prior to that. Uh, um, the other game will be ESAC at Western Christian. We don't have a station or anybody available to go to that. And the Carroll Boys wrap up the regular season again down at Harlan coming up on Thursday. And I will warn everybody on that Thursday night for the doubleheaders here on KCIM, you're going to have to download the mobile app or go online yes. and stream those games because of the limited reach at yep. night uh, of the KCIM signal. And that app yeah. works phenomenally. I mean, I was yeah. driving around Kentucky yep. listening. It hurt my ears, but I was listening to you. Yeah, you just <laughs> literally, I mean, literally two little clicks and you're you're there. You've got the stream that's come right through there. I just and Bluetooth it's a free app. See, I figured out how to do it through my car speakers. Yes, so, I got. Yep, yeah, yes, I yep. figured that out in the first five seconds. I own my truck, so <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, you're, you're ahead of Blankman. Not trying to make Jeff Blankman feel bad, but you know, it's Android Auto is wonderful. I pulled up through there and just drive along, and it was working great. Don't don't ask me. I got it up on the station vehicle that the new way Ford gave me. I had no problem getting everything uploaded there. For some reason, this new vehicle I bought a year year and a half ago just. Well, the other thing I find uh, this app is stable. Right. You know, I can listen yeah. to it for quite a while driving down the road, and it doesn't. Yep. Doesn't you can you out. can escape out of it. It continues to play until you 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 know swipe up and, yep. and, and, and just close take it, it off. Yeah, and yep. close it out. So it'll continue to play. Yeah, it really is fantastic for all that. Again, wrestling. Looking forward to that coming up on Thursday. Man, what a chore for you guys. How many guys down there doing that? Thirteen. There's going to be three of us. Um, <laughs> well, no, it'd be three and a half. Um, if the the guy and I know the guy that was planning on going down and help might not be able to make it. He might be able to make it for a day. He might not be able to make it at all. So we're kind of still working on that aspect of it. But Bill Gross will be helping out some, um, He but he's coaching as well. Um, so in the 1A sessions, he'll not be able to come up. And then so it'll be pretty much just Jeff and I doing so the Bill's last minute. in the morning efforts. tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Bill, Bill, Bill Gross will, if he's there, will be there. Um, they may not come down right away oh, yeah. uh, and stuff. So um, so yeah, so we'll, we'll figure it out, but we'll make it work. All right, sounds great. Once again, that is KCIM Sports Rewind brought to you exclusively by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Catch a podcast of this show coming up in just a few minutes on the website and the mobile app.